it's so hard to not abuse animals. Ah, vegans. Everybody. Oh no, do I break it? Sometimes I play, sometimes I go too hard with my, oh man, sometimes I go too hard with my automaton. Gets a little crazy sometimes. Dang it. Okay, well, welcome to the pre-shift, everybody. I'm glad you're here. I'm hoping that you're feeling great. I'm hoping you've taken your B12 and that you are as amped as I am. I hope you've got a, a nice helping of carny tears too, because goddamn. There's lots of carny tears lately. I've seen a lot of them in the streets, you know, especially in regards to this whole uh, new this, – there's this new movie on Netflix everyone's talking about. And I think it's really interesting because I was talking about this like a week and a half ago, I want to say. I want to say I was talking about it a week and a half ago. Do you remember when I was telling everybody you better be washing your vegetables because the uh, animal agriculture is spraying poop all over your vegetables and you better be washing them. Well, this is now there's now a documentary about what I was saying. <laughs> it's like, how does this happen? So I'm talking about it. And all of a sudden, Netflix, am I am I am I do I have my fingers on the pulse of America? Is that what's going on? Am I the vegan Steven Spielberg? So all of a sudden. They make this video. It's on. It's on new. It's on Netflix. It just came out, and people are talking. They're talking like, "Oh my goodness, I didn't know. I didn't know that we were gonna spray poop all over everything." E. coli is a big problem. They talk about Jack in the Box. I've been talking about Jack in the Box when seventy-two or something, seventy-something people came down with E. coli poisoning because there was poop in their meat. There's poop. Stop eating animals. And I keep on thinking, carnivores don't have this problem. Carnivores don't eat poop and get E. coli uh, poisoning. We do. You know why? Because we are not carnivores. We are not omnivores. We are, what do you call it? Facultative frugivores. We are facultative herbivores. That's all we are. All we are. We we humble facultative frugivores. We don't eat the buttholes of other animals without cooking them first. Why? Because we're not carnivores. We're not omnivores. Bears, raccoons, them, they don't get E. coli poisoning. They don't care about E. coli. Their body doesn't care about that, that horrible bacteria that destroys them and kills them. Ours do. You cannot eat E. coli. And then they, they even go, I remember just a, a little while further ago, I was telling everybody about the UTIs and the fact that eating animals gives people UTIs because of E. coli causing UTIs. And what do you know? Apparently, this documentary tells everybody about how don't eat animals because you're going to get a UTI. Thousands of people every year die in America of UTIs. 
thousands of people die every year in America because of food poisoning caused by both are caused by E. coli. Yeah. Stop eating animals. Charlie Sheen is hosting today. Yeah, you don't like my you don't like my Havana na na na. That's my Havana shirt, man. <laughs> I have arrived for my pre-shift. Welcome. Welcome. I mean, we're VFFs. Exactly. Thank you. Anti-meatless Mondays, that makes my head hurt. <laughs> so, but what's really funny about this is that um all the people in the documentary, they're saying like, oh, I'll never eat this vegetable again. I'll never eat that vegetable again. I'll never eat this vegetable again. And it's like because those vegetables are being sprayed with the poop, why not stop supporting the industry that is creating all the poop? Like these idiots don't understand that it's the it's the animal agriculture that's causing the problem. It's not because certain lettuces or whatever are sprayed with the – it's not the lettuce's fault, you see. We don't need to be spraying the lettuce with animal poop. It doesn't need to be the case. But because we have so much toxic waste coming out of animal agriculture, there has to be something to do with it. And if we don't spray it on something, it just is going to go into the rivers and kill all the fish. And still end up in our food supply. It gets in our food supply no matter what. Because animals make a lot of poop. You can't have a hundred. You can't kill a hundred billion animals a year. And expect there not to be a lot of poop. They make a lot. A ton of it. It's just the case. We should spray it on carnies. I totally agree. Maybe we should spray it on carnies. Let's line up all the carnies. And um, blow them kisses. And then spray them with the, spray them with the E. coli poop. Mm. Lions don't get heart disease either. Very good point, Street Docs. Haven't seen you in a while, Street Docs. Love to love to catch up with you sometime. Yeah, isn't that funny? We don't have we don't have to have that. <laughs> Lions don't get heart disease. Lions don't get E. coli poisoning. And uh, but you do. So stop eating animals, you dummies. Oh, it's so annoying. I don't understand it. I can't stand it. I, but it drives me insane. But um. Anyway, there's a Netflix documentary now called Poisoned. You guys can watch all about it. Don't take my word for it. Now there's a Netflix documentary all about it. All I was trying to do is get you to wash your vegetables and be aware of the problem. E. coli is a nasty one. It'll kill you dead real fast. Make you sick. It'll lay you out. It's not good news. It's bad news. Don't be doing it. Get rid of that E. coli. Bleach your vegetables if you have to. Just joking. Don't bleach your vegetables. Don't bleach them. Just wash them off, would you? Just wash them off. It doesn't take forever. All right. The Yesterday, I said that 36 people died in Maui. Today, they're saying 55 people have died in Maui. They're also saying that experts are saying that um, this is all because of global climate change, that the winds ripped through the towns. Maui. I'm just going to say Maui because like, I don't know the words that come out of Hawaiian cities like the Lawai. Uh, anyway, Lahai, Lahai is the name. Lahai is the name of the town that was completely devastated. But um, lots of people are asking, where was the National Guard? Where was the? Where was? Where were all the firefighters? Where was all the? Where was all of the people? Where were all of the people that were supposed to help? It's like, well, one, they're on an island. Um, it's kind of hard to get to them, but. Two, uh, 
this is going to be the new normal. Like you think that the you think that the Supreme Court's going to save you? You think the National Guard's going to save you? The only person that can save you is you. Stop eating animals. Stop stop contributing to climate change. It's that easy. Stop contributing to climate change. We can stop it right in its tracks. We can do it. <laughs> Lion's stomach acid level is comparable to a car battery acid. That makes perfect sense. I don't want to, I, I don't have that in my belly. Do you? Ours isn't that, isn't that good. Our, our pH balance isn't like that, is it? Mm -mm. No siree. No siree, Bobski. No siree. Um, I hope you guys are doing well today. I learned this new hypothetical that I wanted to share. My friend, my friend Nolo sent it to me, but I really enjoyed it. So I've been thinking a lot about it today. So I like this idea of like, Okay, so you've got, let me see if I get this right, Nolo. You can let me know if I do it right, okay? So you got this box, right? And in the box, there's someone's in the box. There's a, they have a heart. They like to play with their friends. They're, they breathe. They, uh, they feel pain. Um, they have a butthole. They got a mouth. You know, they, get, they feel fear. Now you can eat what's in this box. Or you can eat the bean burger. You can eat the bean burger or whatever in this box. And the box could be the box is as big as this table. You don't know what's in the box. What's in the box? What's in the box? It's like uh, at the end of seven. It's not Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Spoiler alert. It's not Gwyneth Paltrow's head. So someone's in the box. Now you can eat whatever's in this box or you can eat a bean burger. And I really like this one because, okay, let if, let's just say what's in the box, you only have, they have a heart, they have a butt, they have a brain, and they have um, a, a mouth, and they, and they feel, they can feel fear. They can feel pain, you know. Would you eat what's in the box or would you eat the bean burger? That's the question. I like I like this idea of asking questions of that to carnies, but I particularly like this question asking it asking it to uh, to vegans because if you choose to eat the bean burger, you can say, "Well, thank you for not eating my pet oyster because my bivalve have all, has all of those things." <laughs> My bivalve, my bivalve has a heart, a butt, a nervous system, and uh, and a mouth. <laughs> you don't need to, and it and and it feels fear. It feels fear. My 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 poor little oyster feels fear. So don't eat my oyster. I got my carny tears today. Mm. God damn, they're good. Carny tears so good. I've always known about Maui from the concert Hendrix did there. Maui, there used to be a Maui and Son surf. Was a uh, was a really cool surf design T-shirts and stuff I wore as a kid. I never been to Maui. Last month was between thirty five and forty degrees here in Bulgaria, and I work in welding. Terrible I'm pickle twitch. That's horrible. That sounds terrible. It's foggy and rainy here today in California. I don't know what's going on. The weather is wild. It's been wild this whole year. It's like torrential downpour rain. California, like we've got the craziest weather we've had in decades so it's pretty wild i love how the butthole was mentioned right before the mouth 
Well, I figure it's got like a digest. You got to have a butthole and a mouth, right? You can't just have a butthole. You got to have a mouth too. Yeah. I don't eat. I like Nolo's. Like if you eat, if you eat anybody who has a butthole and a mouth, that's enough for me. I like that. What I think that's what you said, right? You got a mouth and a butthole. That's enough for me. I ain't eating you. Use this when people try to press you on eating plants in any moral stance. My pet oyster. Yeah, my pet oyster was in the box. Please don't eat my pet oyster. So because the oyster has a butthole and a mouth and it has larvae, it has babies, um, the the mighty oyster has all of those things. So I, I don't eat them. I don't eat them. Yeah, that's my thing. I don't like talking about oysters that much, but here we are talking about oysters again. Can we ever get rid of it? I don't think so. Let's do the. Uh... Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one, especially considered to what we were just talking about. This is your daily affirmation for vegans only. If you're not vegan, please GTFO. This ain't for you. Appreciating my body more often encourages my happiness. I appreciate my body because it encourages my happiness. I like that because I have a mouth, a butthole, a heart, and a brain. It's enough for me to say that I have a body and it encourages my happiness. For every flaw I want to change, I can find at least three things that are amazing about my body and focus on those instead. Yeah, the more I acknowledge what a magical blessing it is to be healthy and alive, I, the happier I naturally feel. Judgment no longer has a place here. It's time to appreciate my soul's home. My soul's home. Well, that's okay. I like that one, though, because like it's so easy to get down on your body, isn't it? It's so easy to be like, oh, you know, it's not exactly, it doesn't look like Ryan Gosling starring as Ken. Dang it. I'll never look like that Canadian who some people say are vegan but aren't, isn't really some people say he's vegan, but it turns out he's not vegan. Ah, all those abs. Dang it. I'll never be Ryan Gosling. But then it's like, okay, but maybe I got something else Ryan Gosling didn't got. Like, um, I don't know. A big... <laughs> I wasn't going to say. <laughs> I heard he's got a little... Um, conscience his conscience isn't as big as mine he has a small conscience i have a big conscience i don't eat animals i hear he does now you see so it makes sense that you gotta be always always looking at the things you can cherish about your body i think that's important what a good one it encourages your happiness i think body body positivity is a is a good thing i was a little depressed that lizzo had all those issues lately because i heard she was Sometimes people say she's vegan and um, she's gotten a lot of trouble about about really being negative about other people's bodies. And that ain't good. That kind of that kind of scares me a little. You know what I mean? Not only do buy those oysters and clams have all these feelings. Yes. Those block capitals are blinging. <laughs> Anna, are you up to chatting with Sky on a live stream? It'd be fun to learn more about you. All right. Well. I got a big brain. I, I I don't know. Gosling might have a big brain. I'm not sure. I think I have a big conscience because I'm vegan. And I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, do you remember when Donald Trump said, I have a big 
a brain. <laughs> That's one of my favorite one of my favorite things Trump ever said. I've got a really big a brain. I love that so much. I I really didn't I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Um guys, today's word of the day is going to be fun fun for everyone. I hope that you're there. Bivalves, oysters, and clams are an animal, therefore are someone. They are having an experience they are aware of. I totally agree. They have eyeballs. They can make decisions. Yeah, who knows? They might be pondering the beauty of the universe for all I know. I don't know. I can't talk to one, so I'm just going to give them benefit of the doubt. Here you go. Just like the box. Remember the box? Schrodinger's oyster. Schrodinger's oyster. What's in the box? We don't know, but we know what's in the box has a brain, a heart, a mouth, a butthole. It can experience its surroundings. And it is, um, that's enough, right? Do I need anything else? And it, it could feel fear and pain. What's in the box? Well, we don't know. Would you eat what's in the box, kill whoever's in the box, or eat the tofu taco? Eat the tofu taco. That's the eat the tofu taco. Don't eat who's in the box. That's my point. And because in my box, I got a I got a little pet oyster. His name is his name is Mortimer. And he's very friendly to people who don't eat him. Yeah, he's a friendly little oyster. Most definitely are why some of them are still arguing their potential sentience when we already know to leave them alone is beyond me. Thank you, Michael Askew. Thank you. It shouldn't. Why? Why do I have to keep talking about it? It's just because of all these debate bros, guys. I know a lot of you love the debate bros, the guys with the gaming chairs. Do you remember when Benny Malone was on this channel a lot, and he said, like, if you see a gaming chair, take a breath, like, have pause, take a pause, because it's probably about the game of owning someone else and not about actual truth. I really like that very much. Benny Malone, he was a smart guy. I got to get Benny Malone. Speaking of which, I've been reading Benny Malone's book and I'm really excited about it. I love reading. I love reading Benny Malone's book. I'm about I'm a little over halfway through and I just really love his stuff. Have you guys read it? It's called um, it's called How to Argue with Vegans. And. If I can get here's the here's the oh, dang it. Oh, well, you missed the cover, but. I did take some, uh, I thought I did. Oh yeah. A quote, humans who enslave, castrate, experiment on and fillet other animals have had an understandable penchant for pretending animals do not feel pain. A sharp distinction between humans and animals is essential. If we are to bend them to our will, make them work for us, wear them, eat them without any disquieting tinges of guilt or regret. It is unseemly for us who often behave so unfeelingly toward other animals to contend that only humans can suffer. The behavior of other animals renders such pretensions specious. They are just too much like us. That's Carl Sagan. It's a quote from Carl Sagan uh, in the book by Benny Malone. Another quote that I really liked, this is from Benny Malone actually. 
Similarly, scientists have ta scientists not taking a leadership role with regards to changing diets during the largest loss of biodiversity, slaughter of animals, and the ongoing climate crisis should be a source of embarrassment amongst critical thinkers. It's true. We should be embarrassed that someone like like uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson thinks it's okay to continue eating animals in the face of the biggest die-off ever. It's ridiculous. Oh, it has a gender too. That's good. You're right. Anyway, if you poop, that's enough to relate and spark up a convo. That's right, Steven. I appreciate that. I totally agree. Mm. What about protozoa then? Protozoa are technically animals. Do they have... Do they have a heart and feel pain and breathe? And I don't know. Do proto are protozoa technically animals we can't eat? I don't know. Where does it grow? But that would be in Benny Malone's book. He talks about the, the fallacy of continuum where, okay, well, where does it stop? Are you Janus then? Are you not going to, are you not going to breathe in bacteria then? And they start talking about like taking it to this nth level, right? Um, Benny Malone talks about this actually when he's talking about Neil deGrasse Tyson again, because he's like, okay, well then I guess you can't do this. I can't, you guess you can't swat a mosquito. I guess you can't do this. I can't. And then it's like, look, all we're saying is we're making this, this tiny little proposal, uh, maybe observe others rights. And I don't think that we should be using protozoa to like, um, they're single cell. Yeah. They're single cell bio, um, organisms. Yeah. I don't think they count. I mean, do they count? I guess they count, but I don't think that if you're accidentally killing protozoa that you've got some kind of problem on your hands. I guess if you were like, I don't know. I really don't, I don't really think that much about protozoa because the protozoa is not in my box. An oyster's in my box. You, you dig? There's an oyster in my box. Don't eat my oyster. <laughs> don't eat my oyster, baby. I know, I know she tastes good, but don't eat my oyster. She's, she, you don't need to eat my oyster. Just leave her alone. As I love to start most of the conversation, let's make clear humans are animals. Yeah. Uh, good, because there might be a baby in the box. Or it could be Gwyneth Paltrow's head. It could be Gwyneth Paltrow's head in the box. There's something. There's always a possibility in every single box you ever come across that it might be Gwyneth Paltrow's head. That's always a possibility. You just have to be aware of that. Yeah protozoa or organisms yeah um protozoa sounds like an awesome weapon in a video game look i'm not as concerned about protozoa i guess like if uh if i thought that protozoa needed rights that i needed to defend i would defend them but i guess i don't think that much perhaps perhaps you've discovered a gap a chink in my armor with the protozoas but that might be debatable but what I know for certain is that everyone from oysters to kitty cats to Gwyneth Paltrow, they all deserve at least negative rights. That's what I'm saying. The protozoa, let's put them in the maybe pile for now. Let's just put them in the maybe pile for now. Let's put them in the maybe pile with like um, redwood, redwood trees. You know, if they need our protection, let's put them in. Let's put them over there. We're not really sure whether or not, you know, like what, what to do about that yet. But what I know for sure, everyone from Oyster to Gwyneth Paltrow, they deserve to not be in the box. Let's not put Gwyneth Paltrow's head in the box. 
<laughs> what could we actually do? I'm putting them in the maybe pile. I'm being generous eating our way to extinction. Let's be generous. Put the protozoa in the maybe pile. But what I got the 100% pile over here. And that goes oysters to Gwyneth Paltrow and everyone in between. Got me? If we swat a mosquito, I don't think we're necessarily proud of ourselves. No, exactly. No, that's like you're not proud of yourself because you swat a mosquito. Oh, look at me, big strong human. No, but it's like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna capture the mosquito and rape the mosquito and make a bunch of more mosquitoes so that I can have hamburgers. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And there are people in the world who are making hamburgers out of mosquitoes. That is a, that is a real thing. I'm not making that up. There are tribes out there, people in Africa who are there's so many mosquitoes. They capture the mosquitoes and they make patties out of them and they eat them like hamburgers. That is a real thing that happens in the world. And I'm saying like I'm not for that. I'm not for that. I'm against that too. Oh, thank you. No injustice lasts forever. I'm really hoping that that happens. A certain, if you weren't here for the show last night, a certain um, animal rights organization has expressed interest in having me go on tour with them and do outreach. And I'm really excited about it. It'll be a little crazy because I'll be on the road a lot. So I think that that's my, I'm pretty excited. I'm pretty excited. I hope it happens. I hope it happens. Yeah. Gwyneth Paltrow spectrum range is a new measurement principle. <laughs> Where on the range, where on the spectrum from oyster to Gwyneth Paltrow are you? Everyone from Gwyneth Paltrow to the oyster does not belong in the box. I think that that's pretty good. Don't you think that's a good? Don't put her in the box. What's in the box? I feel like I'm missing out on an inside joke of voting. Nolo, have you never seen seven? You're making you 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 guys you guys are giving me a reputation for spoiling movies, but that movie was made in like 1990 what year did movie seven release um that was 1995 in the in the 1995 classic seven which if you haven't seen it's uh brilliant you should totally see it it's one of those movies that leave you kind of it's good you should see it you should see seven and you'll know what I'm talking about, especially since you're the one who gave me the box idea. I don't spoil, spoil the new movies, Efrendo. No, I don't. Don't say that. I, you're being mean now, Efrendo. I don't spoil the new movies. <laughs> I don't remember her head being in the box. I thought it was some dude's head. No. See, now you're spoiling it. Yeah, no, it's Gwyneth Paltrow's head is in the box. <laughs> What's in the box? No, of course it is. He even says... I had to take her pretty little head. Trace of West Nile and mosquitoes just detected in my city. So I'm definitely swatting them. Telling you as the as the planet member, don't you remember inconvenient truth? When 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 an Al Gore was out there, he said most of our cities are built at a level at a place where mosquitoes won't give us diseases. Most of human cities are built in places where the mosquitoes don't come to. That's why we built cities there. And now the mosquitoes are coming because the, it's warmer and the mosquitoes love that warm weather. So they keep coming and we're going to get malaria and West Nile and Zika. It will all be those things. I have to mute you all the time. E friendo. <laughs> you spoiled it, Nilf. I don't I don't spoil those movies. 
what movie have I spoiled? New movies? I never spoiled a new movie. I take old movies. If you're if you're talking about a 30 year old movie, I think it's okay. Come on. I mean, I don't spoil the new Star Trek. By the way, last night Star Trek, pretty dope. What do you think, Efrendo? Efrendo, did you watch last night's Star Trek? It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I thought so anyway. I hope you did too. Um, you know, today the word of the day is an easy one because all of you vegans are already doing it. You're already part of a giant movement. And you know what? Oh, no, I ruined Titanic for you. Dang it. <laughs> Jumanji and bad boys. <laughs> See, this is why I don't watch movies on repeat. In 1995, I never watch movies twice. Very rarely do I ever watch a movie twice. You forgot about Star Trek yesterday? See? You got to keep going, man, or else you're going to get spoiled for you. Get spoiled. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. There's a... Actually, somebody spoiled the ending for me, but it wasn't really spoil. It was because of the strike. The strike is going to affect Star Trek, and that's what I read an article about, and I had the... Not really the plot ending, but just like the 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 type of ending of the of the of star trek so got to catch up pig stream i think this this season was, was really good i even liked the musical episode i thought it was fantastic all right the the word of the day is boycott most vegans are involved in a boycott movement at its very essence it is a boycott movement right to boycott something is to refuse to buy use or participate in that thing as a form of protest to boycott an entity such as a company or country is to stop using goods or service of that entity until changes are made. I think this is really good definition, and I'll tell you why. Because a lot of times people, they get, especially with all the drama that's been going on in vegan sphere, um, about, well, what? It, well, how do you constitute use? What is using an animal sky? And I'm like, dude, total use. I'm not using any animal products. I'm not doing any use at all but what if it doesn't cause a rights violation no i'm not doing it but what if what if it's a it's not sentient no i am not using animal products i'm involved in a boycott movement because my fundamental moral baseline my moral position is that animals are not things and therefore i use none of them that's it I don't understand why people want to argue with me about this. I've been vegan for longer than most of these Johnny-come-latelys. They're calling me purity police. I'm not purity police. You could do you. I can do me as long as we're both not hurting anybody. But to me, veganism is a fundamental moral baseline. That's how I look at it. And that's how most old-school vegans look at it. Terribly sorry. I'm not gatekeeping the movement. But I, I am jealous of using that word. I am, I am a little bit sensitive when we use the word vegan. All my cards are on the table, completely honest and straightforward. That's how I feel about it. But I really like that boycott tells you exactly what it is. Boycott something, refuse to use, buy, participate in that thing as a form of protest. In order to be someone who is in a form of protest, you have to be completely avoiding the use, buying, selling, trading, all of that. And I really think that's great. 
people are boycotting the company for its refusal to reduce its yearly greenhouse gas emissions. Great. Boycott and t- contest in 2023 and gadget just last year. Over 100 music artists, including Tom Morello and Zach De La Rocha of Rage Against the Machine, have band together to announce they are boycotting concert venues that use facial recognition technology, according to a Rolling Stone report on Thursday. The artists had a number of concerns, including privacy infringement and increased in- discrimination. I think that's so interesting. You know, we're, they're, they're using facial recognition software at concert venues which scares the hell out of me because concert venues i don't even want to i don't like going to concerts anymore i don't like going to any large groups of people because if you're american and you're going to die of a violent crime the chances go way up when you're around a bunch of other people it used to be like the you don't want to be alone in the dark alley now the dark alley might be the safest place for you because we're not killing people one by one in america we're doing it and we're doing we're doing mass. We're doing. We're mass communicating. We're mass communicating. That's what we're doing now, and uh, it's kind of scary. I'll stick to the dark alley. I want to see a concert in a dark alley with one or two people. I don't want to. I don't want to go into the large large groups. All right. In the 1870s, Irish farmers faced an agricultural crisis that threatened to result in a repeat of the terrible famine and mass evictions of the 1840s. Anticipating financial ruin, they formed a land league to campaign against the rent increases and evictions landlords were imposing as a result of the crisis. When retired British Army Captain Charles Boycott, his name was Boycott, acting as an agent for an absentee landlord, tried to evict tenant farmers for refusing to pay their rent. He was ostracized by the league and community. His laborers and servants quit, and the his crops began that he uh, they died. They started to rot. Boycott's fate was soon well known, and his name became a byword for that particular protest strategy, both as a verb and as a noun. Across the Atlantic, three quarters of a century later, boycotts such as the Montgomery bus boycott, that's Rosa Parks and them, were pivotal components in the civil rights movement in the United States. Isn't that interesting? It was just some dude's name in boycott in Ireland. His name was boycott, and now we all call boycott. It's like we don't even know where that word we didn't even know that dude boycott existed in the 1840s or whatever right did you know that i bet you didn't i bet you just learned something here right here on the vegan with sky pre-shift i bet you did i bet you did and you know what that st- that makes me happy if i if i reached one person that didn't know that boycott was a dude's name i feel like the last year and a half of me doing this has all paid off i've helped somebody you know that's what it's all so the guy actually was named boycott yeah that's his name the, the, the guy who they boycotted, his name was Boycott, and they called it Boycott from then on. Yeah, it's named after a real person. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. What do you think? Pretty badass. <laughs> what are you talking about? Plant power? What's, what's Nolo? What's he? Lakakaka. Let's oh greasy fat cat. He likes to eat lakakaka. Like in that, like in the new documentary, Poisoned. There's a whole documentary now about how much poop meat eaters are actually consuming. And that's unbelievable. Like they're all they're all getting UTIs and all of these other infections because of all of the all of the animal stuff they're eating, and they're eating a lot of poop. They're just eating poop all day. Just poop and poop and there's just just dining on poop every day. I'm overly mean to RV. We shouldn't want to cancel him. 
<laughs> let's boycott reasonable vegan i boycott animal products bingo exactly i think that's great <laughs> all right awesome i thought it was i thought it was little boys didn't want to sleep on cots anymore so they boycotted them <laughs> And the verb is boycottier. In Spanish, it's boycott. Yeah. And it all comes from some dude in Ireland. Isn't that, a, isn't that amazing? Some dude in Ireland was a real guy. They boycotted him because he was trying to evict mofos because of the famine. And they're like, nope, I guess we're going to stop working with you. And all of his crops rotted. And he became the one. He became the one who had to be evicted because he was such a piece of garbage. Not bad, right? What do you think about that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Mr. Boycott. Yeah. Boys didn't want to sleep on boycotts anymore. I love that. Uh, I'm glad you guys aren't a bunch of poop eaters. I'm super stoked that you guys don't eat poop. You know what I mean? Um, with, you know, when I started reading that thing about uh, boycotting, the musicians boycotting, I immediately thought of, do you remember when Joe Rogan, it came out that he was saying the N-word a lot and he told that joke about Planet of the Apes in the movie theater in a black neighborhood. It was a horrible joke. He's... Um, you know, he's generally a, a bad guy, but he's also told a lot of bad jokes, especially the racist one of the racist sort. And, you know, he's gotten in trouble, Mr. Uh, Mr. Rogan. I dislike him fairly intensely, as you all know. Most vegans don't like him at all. But um, that reminds me that how many how many musicians started to boycott Spotify because of that. So it was like Neil Young and... Um, some others i can't remember all the people who boycotted but mm, a bunch of older musicians it kind of sucks because younger musicians don't have much of a chance to boycott spotify you want to boycott spotify good luck how are you going to do that how are you going to do that day you can't do that day boycott spotify today in history we have uh, a few things going on i'm pretty excited because a couple days ago we we're talking about the mayan calendar the mayan calendar started today it starts today today it starts in 2012, it's the end of the world. But today is the first day of the Mayan calendar. Pretty exciting. The long count calendar used by several pre-Columbian Mesoamerican civilizations, notably the Mayans, begins. Starts today, 3,114 B.C. That's a long time to have a calendar running. I mean, geez. I mean, gee whiz. Gee willikers. That's a, that's a long, that is a long count calendar. Allies refuse Japan's offer to surrender. You know why? Because they're like, okay, we surrender, but can Hirohito keep his job? And they're like, no, 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 Hirohito cannot keep his job. And so they, they did not accept the surrender after two bombs had been dropped. And Japan was like, all right, we're over this. And they um they surrendered. They they, they surrendered. I mean, there was another, they, they, they were threatening another bomb. It was a bluff. We didn't have another bomb. But, you know, it was a scary time and Japan surrendered today. Uh, no, we refused it today. Um, pretty interesting, I think. Al-Qaeda formed at a meeting between Osama bin Laden, Ayman al-Zawari, and al, uh, Dr. Fadl in Peshawar, Pakistan. Al-Qaeda in 1988 started today. Al-Qaeda. Don't even get me started. I got a lot of, I got a lot of thoughts and theories about Al-Qaeda, but what are you going to do? Bro Jogan and his bro science after James Wilkes demand dismantling of Chris Cresser thought he would more on side, but vested interest. Plus, he gets paid by the he gets paid by all these supplement companies and like beef manufacturers and stuff. Of course, he's not going to be vegan, but you'd think that Bro Jogan would do something. But the guy, 
No, he likes hunting. He enjoys he enjoys killing animals, right? He kills bears and stuff. It's horrible. You know? Um, NATO takes command of a peace force in Afghanistan, making its first major operation outside Europe in its 54-year history. That was a pretty big deal in 2003. That was a, in Afghanistan because, um, you know, in 01, we had September 11th. And in 03, uh, we just needed NATO to, like, try to keep the peace which meant really just occupy Afghanistan. And 20 years later, we were still there. We just got out. Can you believe it? Just It just ended. We're still, we just just ended it. Um, birthdays today. I think you'll probably recognize a couple, right? We have Eden Blyton. She's a children's book writer. We have this guy's a prime minister of Greece for a long time. Alex Haley. I'm Alex Haley. Take note of my biography. That's from the Fugees. Alex Haley's one of the most famous African-American writers. He wrote a little thing called Roots you might have heard of. My name isn't Kuta. My name isn't Toby. It's Kunta Kinte. When I was a kid, I saw Roots. It came out in 88, but it was like one of those. I think it came out in 88. I forget what year it came out. But Roots was a television movie. They've remade it a couple times now. It was called Roots, the Saga of an American Family. And it was all about uh, like the slaves that came over and they became families in America. And it was it was really, really good. Kunta Kinte. Yeah. Um, Roots was a, a big a game changer for a lot of people and how they felt about what it is to be an American family. And... Um, if you don't, if you haven't seen Roots, I think you should probably see it. It's one of those movies, uh, TV movies. It, it's like it's pretty long, but it's pretty damn good. It's pretty friggin' good, and they've remade it so you can watch a more modern version of it if you like. But um, they should show it in schools because it was a really influential thing. Alex Haley, everyone knows who Alex Haley is, right? The other guy you probably know is Wozniak, Steve Wozniak. He's the Woz. He co-founded. Apple computers with Steve Jobs. He built Apple One computer by himself. He just built the first personal computer just like in his garage. He just did it. He just built one in the garage. He just built it. Pretty awesome. Steve Woz is supposedly the real genius behind uh, Apple, but you really need two, right? You need the guy who's like the visionary about the user and you need the guy who's the engineer about the machine. Woz was the machine guy. So he's still supposedly, you know, still a billionaire kicking. I don't know. He's still going around. Steve Waz, the Waz. But probably the most important on this list is Christian Eichmann. And do you know who he is? Is Christian Eichmann? He's a pretty big guy. He discovered, he won the Nobel laureate, he won the Nobel Prize for physics because he discovered vitamins. He discovered vitamins. Like we didn't know until 1920. What year? What year? What year? 1929 that there was such a thing as a vitamin. Can you believe that? You want to tell me nothing changes? You, next time someone tells you that, oh, well, the Bible says, oh, well, we've been doing this a long time. They didn't know what vitamins were until 1929. Anytime someone tells me like, oh, the founding fathers knew what they were doing with that whole Second Amendment thing. And I'm like, they didn't know what vitamins were. They didn't know what bacteria were. 1929, that was less than 100 years ago, bro. Like, we didn't know what vitamins were. Nowadays, everyone thinks they're an instant overnight expert about vitamins. Fat-soluble, water-soluble vitamins. That was this guy in 1929, Chris Aikman. He was the first guy to start talking about this shit. And you know what? 
Thank God. Now we will have the bioavailability of some vitamins. Derpy, derp, 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 derp. No, there's there's water-soluble vitamins and fat-soluble vitamins. He did this in 1929. Not much more has come out. They've discovered other vitamins since then. But the existence of vitamins were the ones he first figured that out. Think about that shit. He figured that out. What's up, you beautiful people? What's up? I only like being around vegans. This is a channel for vegans, Lori Griffiths. Welcome back. I love you. What's popping, y'all? You know... I just want to say, I don't use Spotify, you're boycotting. Yeah, it was a miniseries, Vegan Pundit Roots, Alex Haley. Foo la la la. Remember that? Remember that? Uh, like Alex Haley, take notes of my biography. Mm-hmm. Just having coffee with two others after sentient rights, Ireland, outreach, and Galway. Heck yeah, Paul Campbell. Truth to power, Paul Campbell. Keep going, baby. Keep the power alive. Anyway, Christian Eichmann, I think every vegan should know that name because next time some asshole starts talking about vitamins, you can be like, do you even know who Christian Eichmann even is? You piece of garbage human, you you walking garbage disposal, you two-legged, you two-legged dustbin. <laughs> you just you just keep you just keep putting whatever into your face like a two-legged garbage disposal. Meanwhile, you want to talk to me about bioavailability about of, of, of vitamins. You don't even know who found out about vitamins. And it was this guy. It was this guy, Christian Eichmann. He was a Dutch bro. He was. He said, uh, see, he demonstrated that this thing called beriberi. Beriberi was a disease, right? It caused by poor diet, which led to the discovery of vitamins, which won the Nobel Prize. Yeah, he was like, I think I think some of these diseases that people are catching is because they ain't eating right. I wonder why. And then he found out he basically was the first dietitian. <laughs> He's the first dietitian. <laughs> he won the Nobel Prize for physics because he discovered vitamins. Christian Eichmann. Don't forget him. He's got the same name, same last name as a famous Nazi, but Christian Eichmann. He's Dutch. So he's easy to remember. Look at him. He looks smart, doesn't he? Doesn't this guy just look smarter than the average guy from 1858? Like, he died in 1930. He died a year after he he discovered he, – he won the Nobel Prize and died the next year at 72. What a bummer. Guy should have taken some more vitamin B12, am I right? <laughs> Don't – you got to have your vitamin B12, right? That's what they keep telling me. What about vitamin B12? Well, Christian Eichmann said that I can get my vitamin B12 from all sorts of different places. Yeah. I think everyone should watch it at least once. Roots. Yeah, Roots. Yeah, they remade it. Of course they remade it. They remade it like a few, I think they made it already twice. I think it said made three times. I could be wrong though. They didn't know what gravity was until Isaac Newton. Good point. They didn't understand anything about gravity until Isaac Newton. You're totally right. Yes. And he stood on the shoulder, the shoulders of giants. He discovered vitamins and died the next year. I guess vitamins are BS. Eat deer. <laughs> well, maybe he just discovered it too late. You're a poo-poo eater. You poo-poo eater. Exactly. Now with this new documentary from Netflix out and everyone's talking about how much poop everyone's eating. Now I think it's safe to say that if you are, if you're not a vegan, you eat. 10 times as much poop as everybody else. Stop eating poop, you poop eater, you garbage disposal. I love I love like the idea of a two-legged garbage disposal. Anyway, happy birthday Christian Eichmann died in 1930 but gave us 
the idea of, gave us vitamins. He, gave, he discovered what vitamins were. Look who else's birthday it is, guys. It's Joe Rogan's birthday. Look at these three douchebags. We have Joe Rogan, Hulk Hogan, and Chris Hemsworth. God, I, I kind of hate Chris Hemsworth. I wrote a book called The Chris Hemsworth Sonnets. It hasn't been published. What do you think? Should I publish it? I've been thinking about publishing it, but Chris Hemsworth, um, <laughs> the Chris Hemsworth sonnets, all carnies, Hulk Hogan, Joe Rogan, Chris Hemsworth, just like three muscle bound, three muscle bound carnies. Yeah, I don't know, but there they are. There you go, Joe Rogan. Look, this is what he looked like when he was younger, huh? I kind of. This is like his uh his Fear Factory day, his Fear Factor days. Remember Fear Factor? That's what he looked like back then. He's like, well, you can win $50,000 by covering yourself in spiders. No thanks, Joe. No thanks. All meat flakes. <laughs> Joe Hogan. <laughs> Joe Hogan. Bingo. Yeah. For $50,000, you can, uh, if you bathe in this blood and cover yourself with spiders, we'll give you $50,000. Fear factor. What a gross thing that was, huh? Joe Rogan. There you go. This is kind of funny. Today was the day you might run out. You probably don't remember this, but today in 1984, President President Reagan on a hot mic. We've had hot mic things in the in in the recent history, but in 84, on a hot mic, he didn't know the mic was on. President Reagan says he signed legislation that would outlaw Russia forever. We begin bombing in five minutes. That was his idea of a joke, Ronald Reagan. He went, hi, uh, folks. Yeah. Yes, folks. We're going to, um, we just signed legislation to, uh, for the, to ban Russia forever, folks. And, um, and we're going to start bombing in, uh, in five minutes. Thanks folks. That's, uh, that's my, Re that's my Ronald Reagan impersonation. I hope you enjoyed it, but that scared the shit out of people. They went to like DEF CON, whatever. And, uh, it was really very, very scary everyone thought the world was going to end in 1984 because he made a little joke into a mic don't joke about thermonuclear holocaust do not joke about thermonuclear weapons that's just like just don't joke about it it's just not something that you want to joke about don't joke about thermonuclear weapons or trans rights those two things don't joke <laughs> don't joke about them nobody thinks they're funny don't make jokes about trans people, thermonuclear weapons. There's probably others. Those are the two big ones on my mind right now. There's certain things you just don't joke about. Okay? That's it. That's just, just learn that. Just learn that today. If you learn nothing today from the pre-shift, that's what you should know. Um, Side legislation that would outlaw Russia forever. We begin bombing in five minutes. It's so crazy that he friggin' did that. Okay. Um, deaths in history. It was Robin Williams died today. He committed suicide. I was fortunate to see Robin Williams live twice. I saw him live. He was uh, an amazing performer. I think he's one of the he was one of the first comedians I ever saw in person on a stage. And I always thought he was so brilliant. I know most people know him from Jumanji and stuff like that and Goodwill Hunting. But I always thought of him as Mork from Mork and Mindy and as an incredible stand-up comedian because he was frenetic. He was insane on stage. You wouldn't, you could never imagine that, you know, off stage that he had this dark space that he would go to. But um, yeah. Anyway, 
RIP Robin Williams. Such a bummer. I do want to say that uh, plant-based diets do help with um, with lots of lots of depression and things like that. Not all, but there's been links. Um, Jackson Pollock, look how handsome he was when he was young. Of course, he was torn up by alcohol, but he was one of the most important modern artists of our time, of one of the best, one of the most important contemporary artists. They called him Jack the Dripper because he dripped his paint all over the place. If you haven't seen what a Jackson Pollock is, you should Google it, Jackson Pollock. Let's see if we can look up a Jackson Pollock picture really quick. Pollock painting. He had some really good ones. Here's one. Let's see if I can get this up here. And um, yeah, here we go. So his paintings kind of look like this. Uh, you can't really, I guess it's not really going to show up for you very well. But his paintings were pretty, uh, like all painting with tar and drips and things like that. People went wild for this. And he was just a very kind of groundbreaking, uh, in-your-face, revolutionary type of artist. And a lot of people would line up to see him paint. He was a demonstration artist as well. Jackson Pollock died today. He died of complications of alcoholism, um, car accident. That's what he died of, yeah, 44 years old. Um, pretty horrible. But they made a movie with Ed Harris, starring Ed Harris about Jackson Pollock, that was pretty good. It was pretty good. He was a really, really important artist. And then we have um, Edith Wharton, who was the first female to ever win a Pulitzer Prize. Uh, she wrote Age of Innocence. You've probably seen the movie Age of Innocence. It was starring, was it Anthony Hopkins in Age of I forget who was in Age of Innocence. But um, it was a big movie when it came out. She's the first Pulitzer Prize winning woman ever. So Elizabeth Wharton is constantly kind of talked about as like a, a groundbreaking female novelist and just a groundbreaking novelist in general. But she was kind of the first woman ever really recognized. She's not the first one to like make money or whatever, but she's the first one really kind of publicly recognized as a wonderful um, author. And the last person I wanted to mention was Andrew Carnegie. And you might be asking, why do you say Carnegie? Well, that's because that's how he pronounced his name. He pronounced it Carnegie. You usually hear Carnegie, except when you hear Carnegie Hall, because people like to say Carnegie Hall. But his real name was Carnegie. And um, he was uh, really interesting he started out as like a a telegraph operator and he realized because telegraph lines would run alongside the the um train train routes that's how they laid the laid the the telegraph lines so he started understanding that um steel would be the future and so he started investing in steel at a really young age and became one of the richest men in the world he was a steel tycoon and kind of a self-made man people love that about him but he always realized that it was his connections and a lot of luck that made him rich and i really like that about andrew carnegie there's lots of bad stories about him too of course, because he was a crazy, you know, steel tycoon. But he was also the guy that decided that every place a train stopped where his steel was used, he would build a library. And th some of those libraries still exist. Those buildings are still around. I've been to a couple of them. Um, Carnegie Hall still exists. He was really went down uh, as a as a philanthropist. 
And I really kind of miss that type of thing. Bill Gates does a lot of philanthropy work, but it's always in this idea that he's going to make money, right? And it bugs me because even things like Impossible Burger, he wants he Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, they want to invest in companies that will save the world through business. And Carnegie was just like, I want to build libraries for poor people to read for free. And what do you think is the better way? It's up to you, I suppose. I guess I wish that there were still billionaires like Carnegie out there. I wish that Elon Musk was just going, you know what? I'm just going to build, I'm just going to give the every American free internet you know, something like that would be pretty remarkable, wouldn't it? I'm going to make free internet for every every place where there's a Tesla station or something. How cool would that be? He could do it. That could be a thing. But they don't do it because they were more interested in personal wealth than helping others. Andrew Carnegie died today. He died of what? what did he die of? He died of pneumonia at the age of 83, though. He lived, a, he lived to a ripe old age. He was American Scottish. And uh, I hope you guys have a better day than Andrew Carnegie today. Um, because we need you, vegans. We need you in the fight on August 11th. Thank you. Especially this animal holocaust. I was making fun of right-wingers. Very unoriginal jokes. Yeah. Kubu eaters. Uh, Joe Hogan. Yeah, I know. I watch all of I watch all of news radio late year. News radio like um like the Phil Hartman show. That was a good show. Is that the one you're talking about? News radio? Probably approves of eating bull testicles. Probably does. Have you seen these guys? What is it with it? Every time you see a guy eating bull testicles, they always have like a big beard. Is it what is with that? Like you grow a big beard and want to eat bull testicles. What is up with that? These guys are so like, I'm so manly. Look at my beard. You know, it'll make me more manly sucking on some nuts. These nuts are not carbon negative. These nuts are carbon negative. The Joe Rogan videos, uh, the Joe Rogan video <laughs> are pretty funny. I haven't seen those. I haven't seen those at all. Legalized nuclear bombs. Yeah, I don't know about that. Ronald Reagan was the joke, but his being president wasn't funny at all. His being California governor, he was one of the worst governors California ever had. He tortured people. Um, so the fact that he, I mean, he committed he committed atrocities against the citizens of California and then was elected president because he was that tough on crime Californian. So disgusting. The two presidents that came out of California, everyone's like, oh, California is so liberal and, and wild. The two presidents that came from California are Richard Nixon and Ronald Reagan. Uh, they're like the Republican favorites. I don't think anyone, they're the favorites. Probably pronouns are attack helicopter. Oh my God. I remember that night when he died. I made a gif of him in his honor of Reagan when Reagan died. <laughs> is that what the book 1984 is about, Orwell? No, that's not what it's about. Have you seen 1984 or read the book? The book, I've never seen the movie, but I've read the book and um, it's fantastic. It really is fantastic. If you haven't read 1984, George, Orwell, George Orwell is one of my favorite 
writers of all time. He wrote this short story called The Killing of an Elephant. And it's one of the most, it's so intense. And I really think it's it's a short story, The Killing of an Elephant by George Orwell. If you're a vegan looking for a narrative to read, I think that you'd really enjoy that. Killing of an Elephant by George Orwell. It's fantastic. Rothko never moved me, but Pollock spoke to me a lot. Interesting, Michael Askew. I'm almost opposite. See, I'm so glad that you said that. I like I like Pollock. I think Pollock's pretty cool. But Rothko, man, I've seen... Okay, I think the reason why is like... I've seen both in real life. And when you see a Rothko, it's like... I don't know. It just blew me away. Like, holy shit. Um, Pollock is a little bit different. Pollock's just more chaotic, I suppose. They're minority, but they are normal. I exactly. I agree, Hannah. I agree. I was making fun of right wingers, very original, unoriginal jokes as Vegan Stallion. Yeah, I'm so bored of that. I'm so glad you're here, Vegan Stallion. Hi, Carrie. I have a beard, but balls to, to eating testicles. <laughs> balls to eating testicles. A big beard eat testicles. I keep on seeing there's this new guy now who's out there primal, primal eating lamb testicles. So gross. Why are you doing this? And then he gives the scrotum to his dog. It's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Are you trying the stupid gift thing again? Try it. Did you try it, Carrie? It worked. Ah, oh, thank you. Vegan pundits, a new... Vegan pundits, a... Vegan Pundit is a new, amazing member. Thank you, Vegan Pundit. I love that. Somebody on the Patreon thinks that we should take the badges that I made for the uh, for the membership and turn them into T-shirts. So I'm going to. I'm going to do that today. I'm pretty excited about it. Friday is like my day to work on T-shirts. So expect to see some T-shirt action coming from Vegan, of course, today. Thank you. Thank you, Carrie, to your generosity. Thank you so much, Carrie. I really do appreciate it. I know that vegan pundit does hey 100 all right awesome the gifting worked wonderful i'm so glad i'm glad that worked sorry about everything that happened before it wasn't my fault but i still apologize i think something with uh with with youtube messing up i'm not sure but guys please don't eat any poop today thank you for everything thank you for being here don't eat any poop at all can you choose who give to or always random Oh, it's always random, really? I didn't know that. Weird. I didn't know that that was it was random. Always random. Is that how it works? You just click and it goes into someone who's random? That's amazing. I didn't even know how that works. I'm new to the whole uh YouTube membership thing. So, I'm learning with you guys. Don't any don't eat any poop. Yes. Okay, for you, Carrie, because I love you and you keep on... I'm only doing this for you, Carrie. I'm going to stay late and we're going to go... Here we go. YouTube. Netflix has this thing where we have... Uh, they have a new documentary out about something that I've been talking about for a long time now. There's a lot of poop in meat. And they're spraying all the poop, the toxic waste, onto our vegetables. E. coli kills thousands of people. It causes UTIs, which also kill thousands of people. Um, e. coli poisoning in meat kills thousands of people every year. And they're spraying toxic waste all the time on all of our crops. 
And so they made a documentary about that on Netflix. I can't wait to watch it, but everybody's talking about it. And I think it's kind of hilarious because I've been talking about how much poop is in people's food for months, months. I've been talking about it. And and what causes it, which is animal agriculture, what goes into the – then all the poop that doesn't go into our faces, goes into our food, goes into the water. And so wash your vegetables. Don't eat animals. Don't eat poop. That's that's how you got to – that's how you got to look at it. Shit-eating carnies. Exactly. Don't eat poop. I was just watching Poisoned last night, but I haven't finished it. Jigger, Really? I haven't watched it yet either, but I have to watch it now because every vegan's talking about this is on plant-based news, but I saw a lot of um a lot of people on like Instagram post about it. Yeah. I canceled my I canceled my Netflix subscription, so I don't know if I still have access, but if I do, I'm gonna watch it. Yeah. It'll be fortunate because a vegan world would miss out. Who's Christy? I can't stop thinking about your fish fingers comment as we were calling out mutilating, molesting animals, murderers, and mutilating in a live stream last night. I wish I knew what you guys were talking about. Why if it gifted a lurking, what if it gifted a lurking carny? Well, we don't have, we don't really have uh, lurking carnies usually, do we? Ben Greenberg, I don't eat any poop. <laughs> <laughs> don't eat any poop t-shirt okay <laughs> i tell you what i'll do it i expect you a bed once it's done i expect you to send me a picture of you wearing it i think it's hilarious <laughs> i don't want to i don't want to eat any poop that's why i'm vegan don't eat any poop go vegan it would actually don't eat any poop Go vegan, right? Do you think so? I think that'd be the case. Yeah, I think that'd be the case. All right, it was raining this morning. It's a no carny zone, baby. It's a no carny zone. Well, this kid, before gifting a membership, clean up the room. Yeah, all you carnies, get out, get out. But I don't think there's any carnies watching, guys. Um, everyone who's everyone who's watching right now. On YouTube, no, I don't think anybody sees this. Carney, everyone will give and send gifts. Hopefully, I hope so too, Carrie. That would be amazing. All right, I need to make new emojis as well for that. New emojis. I think that we need to have um, these nuts are carbon negative. I think that's a good one. We need to have that one too. My first channel membership, vegan panda. This is your first channel men membership. I think that's so exciting. My first channel membership was gifted by Carrie for Vegan Gays. I thought well, that was pretty cool too. I love Vegan Gays. Send gifts. Carrie, nice. They ain't vegan yet. Maybe if they become members, they'll be vegan. Huh? What do you think about that? Maybe they'll want to drink some carny tears. Or I don't eat poop, but I do drink carny tears. <laughs> Guys, um, thank you so much for everything. Don't forget, tomorrow we have nothing. Sunday we have Vegan uh, Sunday School. And anybody can come on Vegan Sunday School. I'll put the link to join because I know a lot of you are saying you want to join now. 
the vegan Sunday school was always supposed to be that we could all join up and hang out together. So if you want to be in part of come on 1 p.m., you can come online, come on the screen with Lauren and me at 1 p.m. Sunday, vegan Sunday school starting then. I haven't gotten I haven't gotten to that part about animal flesh having poop, even though it isn't news to me. I've known that for a while. Yep. He's happy. Pay up, cheap vegans. I'm talking to you, Nilf. <laughs> well, of course, I I am trying to make this my full-time thing. That's why I go so hard. But I hope that uh I hope that we can I hope we'll get there together. Um, because I'm thinking about I'm thinking about taking this job with a certain animal rights organization and touring, and it's gonna put a little bit of a it's going to make it harder to broadcast as much as I am. So I'm a little bit worried about that, but maybe I'll be able to figure out my schedule for like a couple months and then we'll go back to the regularly scheduled programming. But I hope you guys will have a wonderful day and I'll see you later on at 5 p.m. We have a special guest at 5 p.m. today, Pacific Standard Time. Thanks. It's so hard to not abuse animals. Colonies can't fuck themselves. Don't fuck themselves. This is a shot of all vegans. bivalve stuff i think it's so funny the bive uh, my pet oysters in the box don't eat my pet oyster don't do it <laughs> vegans yeah so i'll see you tonight aj from turning veganese is going to be on the show armando and we're going to find out all about what makes him tick that's what we're going to do cole thank you for being here and thank you all um i love you vegans that's why i do this i just love vegans and illegitimate non-carborundum don't let the bastards grind you down, vegans. We need you in the fight. We need you fighting for the animals. We need you fighting for each other. Keep going. Thank you.